Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. As always, I'm your host, Brandi Van Ormer, here again today with Patty Marbury of Finance Outreach and Compliance. Hi, Brandi. Hello, wonderful co-host. Thank you. And today we have another one of our um, most fun, awesome colleagues, Lynn Schwar. Lynn is the Senior Assistant to the Vice President of Finance here at UVA, Melody Bianchetto. Hey, Lynn. Hi, Brandi and Patty and all of you out there. (laughs) (laughs) And we are... um, coming to you today to talk to you about failure. And we foreshadowed this a little bit in a previous podcast with um, Sarah Doran, where we were talking about vulnerability. So if you haven't heard that one, it's a nice companion to this one. Um, There's no order in which you really need to think about listening to them, but I would check that one out too, if Mm -hmm. this particular topic interests you. Mm -hmm. Um, With our guest today, just to clear this up, we did not invite Lynn on because she has a huge bank of failures that we want to talk about. <laughs> At least that we know about. Yeah, that's, that's not how this works. Hey, Lynn, who, who, you came to mind when you were talking about failure. Yeah, Actually, I said that. <laughs> Lynn came to mind because, um, number one, uh, she's been here at the university for 38 years, a fact that she dropped on me this morning and shocked me with. Um, and so she's seen a lot of things that just as an organization that we've tried that maybe haven't gone so well um, and that we've revised and you know gone a different way we've learned from but also I know from working with Lynn a lot we work on a lot of the same projects Um, she has been a part of a lot of the things we've tried in this high change past four or five years and we thought of some innovative and new ways to do things that we hadn't done before. And some of them have been great, and some of them we've had to modify, some of them we've dropped. So I know that it's something that she's obviously become good at too, and that she's comfortable with the fact that failure is not something to be afraid of. And I guess that's the best way to start, is that just like vulnerability, we tend to be afraid of failure. But our biggest message today, if you don't get anything else out of the podcast, is that failure is not to be thought of as the opposite thing of success. Failure is definitely part of success. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about failure, ladies. Well, it's it's perceived (laughs) negatively. Yeah, yeah. uh, Nobody's in the news for, like best failure right. <laughs> they're in right. the, the news for awards they win and achievements well, you know just think about the fact that um the things that we don't ever try or the things that we're afraid afraid to do um sports certain kind of sports mm-hmm. or uh, public speaking is a common one or things like that where why do you avoid those things you're avoiding failure yeah failing mm-hmm. or making a fool of yourself or feeling which, uncomfortable feeling uncomfortable right yeah. And um, that's why I do not dance. <laughs> so, you know, I think my point is we spend a lot of time avoiding failure. Yes, we do. I mean, there's embarrassment, maybe shame, remorse. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, it, it causes us to resist change. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't allow us to grow. I think in order to grow, 
you have to change, you have to try things, and they aren't always going to work on the first time. And that's the key thing, I think, that you oftentimes when you're, you're thinking about doing something and you're afraid of failure, it's because you're not certain of the outcome. Mm-hmm. It is so easy to do anything that's you know is going to work out fine. Mm-hmm. Like things that you're good at or things that you're comfortable with. It's easy to do that. It is the easiest thing um, to, you know, get on, a, get up every day, put on your pants, come to work, right. all those little grooves that you've um, worked into your life. But when you start thinking about trying things that are new or getting out of your comfort zone, you're not sure of the outcome, and there's that fear of failure. Mm-hmm. But there's so much to be gained from trying something new. If you never try anything new, all those people you think of as successful, they only got there because they tried something new and different. Yeah, I'm glad you said that <laughs> because um, I, whenever we do these podcasts, Brandy does a great job of um, finding some, you know, articles and things like that too. I can use the internet's <laughs> real good <laughs> <laughs> for us to um, kind of at least get us thinking about it. And there was a couple of articles that were really great, but in those are a lot of great quotes about failure. A lot of great, successful people have some great quotes about failure. It's so funny because if you want to find quotes about something, almost all of them are about failure. (laughs) But anyway, um, Albert Einstein, there was this great quote that that you just said that that reminded me of this quote that I actually wrote down where he said, if you have never failed, you have, if you have never failed, you have never tried anything new. Right. And on that same line, I, I would encourage you, we could list, spend some time listing some people off, but just Google successful people who failed and you'll get a litany of really sometimes silly and stupid stories about how really cool people like Steven Spielberg and Oprah Winfrey and, you know, people that we think of as like, at the top of their game, yeah. obviously successful. I mean, Oprah's giving away cars <laughs> to all the members of her audience. So yeah. clearly she knows what she's doing, but she failed many, many times. Right. Even Colonel Sanders. Uh, the chicken guy. Shared his recipe over a thousand times before anybody yeah. took interest in it. Right. He Look was at, rejected over and over and over again. How could and I learned from one of the articles that his name, that he's real. He's like, real. I didn't mean that. <laughs> First of all, I learned that Colonel Sanders is real, but I also learned that his name is Harland David Sanders. There you go. So there's a bit of trivia for you. Podcast audience. (laughs) We're just improving you in all sorts of ways. But I was thinking about this um, as I was preparing for today because... Our fail- we were giggling about this before we started. Our fear-, fear of failure and discomfort with it is so ingrained that as we were preparing for the podcast, we were trying to think of some really palatable, non-embarrassing examples that we can give of our, our own past failures. And um, so I'm not going to like do the dance fail, fail things or you know the embarrassing things, ways that I've failed. But I will say that the first podcast that I ever did – um, not here at UVA Finance. Yeah, but not the finance. Yeah, matters, this is not a failure, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> but the first one I did was um, at Mississippi State University. I was working as the director of alumni, and a colleague of mine who was the PR person, my counterpart there in our department, we really wanted a way that we could reach out to our alumni because they were a little irritated that the College of Veterinary Medicine didn't 
provide them more ongoing ways to develop professionally. Mm-hmm. And we did like continuing education and stuff, but they always wanted more and more and more. So um, we did a two-pronged approach. We provided them with some canned PR that they could customize for their area and a few other things um, like a, we did a program, a vet camp program canned that they could do in their mm-hmm. area. And that was that was one thing I did contribute to it that succeeded. But we also thought, man, it would be great if they had a way that they could do on co- ongoing professional development. And we did a podcast. And it went absolutely nowhere. <laughs> it was such a big fail. It was like just me talking into dead air. It had absolutely no traffic. And come to find out, I learned something really important about that failure. It was that they just, not even technologically speaking, because this was, I think, like seven years ago, so in technological terms, that's a millennium, but they weren't prepared for it technologically, but they also, they they didn't um, have enough buy-in on our good faith efforts at that Mm -hmm. point. So I think I realized a lot about um, where we needed to start with them through that failure. And then it was a great basis for later on learning how to launch something like that in a better way so not altogether bad at all yeah I was uh, voluntold by a previous supervisor um, this was years and years ago this is to absolve of her of any guilt there it's years and years (laughs) Years ago ago. (laughs) and um, so I was asked to participate in training users on a new tool we had called the Information Warehouse. Well, those of you who know me, I I tend to be kind of a worker bee, I'm behind the scenes, and suddenly I'm faced with this like public speaking. I I didn't know the system. How was I gonna train anybody on how to use the system? And so for the first few times that uh, we presented this material, I was a wreck. I didn't sleep the night before. I walked in and I was nervous and my hands were shaking. My voice was quivering. And then after several weeks, I walked in one day and I realized, huh, I'm not nervous anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But part of that anxiety was about flopping, being a yeah. failure, not getting uh, the concepts across and and not conveying clearly what needed to be said. Mm-hmm. And um, But I kept trying. My supervisor yeah. was very supportive. I kept trying, I kept trying. I did get better. I ended up uh, not that long, uh, maybe four or five years later, taking a position as a trainer uh, in the accounting services training team so it turned out to be my failure turned out to be something that I really loved but had I not tried it yeah yeah and like you had that's an interesting thing because my failure was just a big immediate well that's that didn't go over but yours was like a series of tiny little adjustments that Mm -hmm. you made yeah Mm -hmm. like you went from sounding unsure and your hands shaking and not that that was even a huge failure but I'm sure there was a marked improvement in how people received those first yeah. few trainings versus how they yes. did the, yes. the ones when you adjusted yes yeah it, it it was a learning experience and I think that's what failure teaches yeah. us 
it builds res right. resilience and right. uh, and it takes courage. You have yeah. to keep trying. Yeah. Right. I think both of your examples are really good in that they're they're different, but in that they teach you that or they they help you learn that failing is not something to to just accept and then give up on. Yep. That you try it again. You learn from it. You learn what not to do. You learn what works and what doesn't. Yes. Um, Failure is like a, it's like, a, I think you said this, Lynn, it's like an experiment. You learn what works. You learn mm -hmm. what doesn't. And, you know, I forget where we, who we, I was talking to. I do a lot of talking these days to interesting <laughs> people, and I can't always name the conversation, but you when oh when we were talking about giving feedback patty yeah. when people do something great and it hits the mark yeah. you don't always think of like how great that was and repeat that thing we tend to learn more from the things that we get the negative feedback on right but we focus on those yeah and yeah. so if you if you think about all the things that you do as at that experiment like learning what works better and adjusting it you can think of failure as part of that ongoing upward progress to yeah. getting how you want to be to you're all you're just gaining these little experiences and gathering up your little basket of knowledge on what works best how you work best what you're really good at and you keep moving up even though you might be failing quite a bit along the way yeah. you learn again you learn both what doesn't work but you also learn what does and so you make adjustments accordingly. You'll avoid what doesn't work and then do more of what does, what you've seen has worked. So we've talked, I think it's interesting that we've talked a lot about um, little failures. I mean, I, nobody cared really when I tried a new thing at Mississippi State and the podcast failed. Mm -hmm. We had lots of other great things going on, um, things that were working, so we just shifted our energy into those and it was great. Mm -hmm. No harm, no foul. Definitely with Lynn's example of the little failures in her initial training sessions that she adjusted and moved on from, nobody like in those first training sessions just got angry and stormed out <laughs> because you weren't good enough. <laughs> no, um, no, they might have they were very about the information. Yeah. <laughs> they were very polite. <laughs> so my point is, in these examples we've given, nobody was was fired. It's not life or death. Yeah, it wasn't life or death. But there are, you may be sitting out there in the listening audience thinking, well, you know, I feel like I don't know how to do my job and I'm always afraid I'm going to get fired. Or I am worried that, you know, something with bigger consequences. Yeah. So let's. Can't parental failings. Yeah. Oh, like gosh. Yeah. Don't, let's don't start talking about parental failure today. Um, <laughs> but there are some. Yeah, like some, doctors and nurses. Yes. Yes. It can, I mean, that's it, it kind can of life be, or death. Yeah. It can yeah. be life or death. So yeah. maybe let's talk about, like, that kind of thing. Like, how you internally um, process and work through big-time, consequential things, fear of failure. Um, I think it's great that we talk about how to take the shots and mm -hmm. not really worry as much if you miss them in your regular life. But right. a lot of us have um, some more crippling fears of failure mm -hmm. and maybe how, how to work through some of those. Mm -hmm. Not that we're psychotherapists. But. Well, I think, I think one of the 
things is to realize that you're not alone. Everybody experiences that fear. Um, Lynn described it in a in a smaller context, but still, everyone is a, experiences a fear of trying something new to different degrees, and also everyone experiences failure. Yes. We talked about it as we were preparing for the podcast today. We talked about. Um, we often see people, society, Lynn mentioned, society rewards um, success. Mm-hmm. And so we see and we're happy when success happens. Um, and we see that and that's what's no, uh, notable. But we don't see that that same person who's finally successful has tried over and over yep. and over and over again. So I think the thing to remember is that um, everyone's afraid of trying new things. To, to different degrees and then also everyone fails mm-hmm. and so you're not alone and so the only thing you can do is keep trying you increase your chances of success if you try you won't increase your chance of success if you give up yeah paralysis is really not a helpful thing when you're afraid of failure yeah. keep trying is a good thing um, learning more about the thing that you're afraid of doing, yeah. using it as an opportunity to gain some more knowledge. Yeah. I mean, just that parenting example. Yeah. Let's just go with that for a second. <laughs> Not to get too specific, but I mean, do you do you look around your group of friends and their kids and you think, or God forbid, go on Instagram <laughs> and, and you look at the things people are posting and the things that you see of other parents and kids and you're like, they have got their crap together. Yeah. Nutritious yeah. meals, backpacks lined up at the door, um, helping out in the PTO, and look at all that crap. Well, because that's what they're, <laughs> that's what they're sharing with the world. Yes. And, and not even that they're meaning to do that. I mean, that's just what we do. We share the best of ourselves. But if you've got a close friend or um, you know, a mentor or something, ask that person about the times that they've failed, and they will have some doozy stories to mm-hmm. tell you. We just don't know those things. Mm-hmm. We don't know that um, the the perfectly framed up Instagram picture of the healthy meal, like if you zoomed out a few feet, there would be a kitchen that's mm-hmm. like a total wreck and a screaming toddler in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so perspective, o- y'all. It's okay yeah. to share yes. your failures. Mm-hmm. Um, it's heartening you, you can, to others. Well, you, you can help them learn yes. from your mistakes, um, but you you also build trust by yes. instead of trying to hide what you've done wrong. If you own it, mm-hmm. own up to it, and admit it, then it's a real opportunity to create trust and a connection mm-hmm. with another individual, and you might find. That what you get in return is empathy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or kindness. Um, yeah. It, it, That's it, what we talked about with Sarah. Um, yeah, I was just thinking yeah, we so were, much about that. That was exactly what we talked about was that when she shared an example of when she um, failed to actually do something, which caused, which had an impact on some students, she owned up to it and shared that with everyone and what she got was empathy Mm -hmm. 
and, and also, also it, respect and respect trust. and also that it was going to be used as an example to promote others growth it, right I mean not that sounds bad holding up Sarah's failure as an example for growth but the right. way that she dealt with it was right. so mature and correct right. that the that the person um, responded to her and said I'm gonna share this with our students so that they know what it looks like to to take responsibility right and we all need to see those kinds of things like how other people deal with failures correctly mm -hmm. so we can just expect it and mm -hmm. it's part of the process and know how to deal with it mm -hmm. Lynn you and I were talking yesterday about something entirely different I think and you mentioned resilience mm -hmm. and the the idea that when you expect failure and you know that it's going to be part of the process you know that it's there for you to learn um, and that you're in an environment that it's safe mm -hmm. for you to fail that it cultivates a, a resilience in us especially as professionals but in a, any other way too mm -hmm. that's absolutely invaluable yeah it's it can be a personal or professional transformation I mean, it, it's a, a learning experience, and it gives you the opportunity to push harder, to try again, to you know be strong and have faith in yourself and keep going. And uh, I think that's really important to keep in mind that it's not necessarily a bad thing, but um, you know that's not always the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, one of the things about if if we want to expand the the thinking to the organization rather than just personal. Um, I think that we do need to continue to be, because I think we are, but I think we really need to continue to be an organization that um, accepts that people will fail. Mm -hmm. And not, nece not necessarily reward it, but understand it's and part reward of it. the yeah. creativity yes. that comes with obviously will come with some failures and right. so right. to be a, a growing learning organization then we have to be able to let people fail in so. another meeting the other day somebody said something like it's one of those business cliches but I thought it was good about um, you should be very accepting of your folks having new mistakes mm -hmm. yeah not that we keep, if we keep making the same mistake over mm -hmm. and over again, we're not learning. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but if we keep making new mistakes, we're trying new things, and that's good. Mm -hmm. That's innovation. Yeah, that's innovation, and that's a good thing. And we should be people and organizations and teams that are comfortable with that. Um, so let's talk about recovering from failure for a minute <laughs> because it doesn't matter in theory how good you know failure is like you know well you know yeah you, you, you win some you lose some but when you're in that position where you're all disappointed and um, you have failed on something that meant a lot to you uh, what's the best response like where do you go from there we know eventually it'll be okay but what do you do when you're disappointed and, and there will be those people who say, oh, I told you, yeah. you shouldn't have tried that. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, the, the negative Nancys are... Debbie are, Downers. Are, are Debbie Downers, <laughs> yeah. Why is it always women oh. that we... That's a whole other podcast. That's a different podcast. Negative <laughs> Nates and Danny Downers. <laughs> Dang it, Danny. Um, but, but you just, you can't let those people get in your head. You have to just 
ignore mm -hmm. them and uh, accept it as a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't let them get you down. Yes, and if they're if they're acting like they knew it would fail, they probably didn't. <laughs> well, and, you know, you're putting enough pressure on yeah. yourself already. Yeah. You don't need. Well, if there's somebody that's going to say that to you, it is somebody that is somehow delighting in your failure. I mean, if they're going to come and point that out to you, it's making them feel good in some way, too. Yeah, maybe that they're not a person whose opinion you should care about right. that much. That's my, that's what I was getting yeah. at. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the, the most important things is to, you mentioned this, Lynn, um, just now about learning from the experience. And I think one of the things to recover from a failure is to really um, determine why it was a failure. Yep. What was good about it, what was bad about it. I think about um, that podcast experience, mm -hmm. and I was really disappointed in that because it was innovative for the time, and it was innovative for the organization I was in. And I was proud of myself because I had gotten this really great idea and I'd figured out how to do it and how to distribute it. And we had all these cool stories to tell and I thought it was gonna be great. And when nothing happened with it after repeated pushing, I was like, well, that just, <laughs> I was just dumbfounded. Why, you know, what do I do now? And the realization of like who we were working with, who our audience was, we, we learned a lot about the audience through that failure, it helped me to refocus and package up something that would work for them. Mm -hmm. and, if, and I didn't know that they had um, those particular viewpoints and um, impressions of us until we tried something that didn't work. Mm -hmm. And so knowing more about them helped us put something together that did right. work. Mm -hmm. So like refocusing your efforts in a different direction and I think um, keeping in mind, yes, the thing failed, but your overall goal, like the thing that you wanted to accomplish by it, I wanted to have that podcast. But what I really wanted to do, it was not so much have the podcast, it was Preaching people. reach those yeah. people in that audience. So the goal was still out there. The right. method I tried didn't work. So I refocused on how can I achieve that goal? And we found a different way to do that. So keeping your goals in mind overall, mm -hmm. and remember, it's not the the one thing you tried that was the be all and all. It's that, it's that goal. Right. And you, Patty, before we started, you were talking about uh, something along the lines of it's not a, a destination; it's a yeah. journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. I forget the words you used exactly, but it really rang true for me. Yeah, that that it isn't success isn't the the destination. Mm -hmm. Success is the journey. So it's not we, we think of it as, you know, the ultimate end goal is you know, the the successful podcast. Um or the success in reaching your audience, yeah. however that may be. And so rather than see it as the ultimate end goal that success is, that rather we should look at is um, failure is part of that. So failure is part of ultimately successful. It goes to everything we've talked about. Yeah. I mean, we, when we see successful people, we have to remember they failed on 
you know, hundreds and hundreds of times, sometimes thousands in the case of Colonel Sanders, um, sometimes or in, Thomas Edison or other people that we've... And, and sometimes we've, embarrassingly, and sometimes really late in life. I mean, everybody right. knows the J.K. Rowling story. Right. If you don't, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> or or um, the, the chef, Julia Child. <laughs> she became, she finally became really successful way late in life. Yeah. And... So I'm not saying that um, that like you're just going to fail, 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 and you know good things come to right. those who wait. Not at all. But yeah, like no. good things eventually come to those who learn from failure, failure, right? And refocus and keep going. Right. We're not talking about just getting lucky somehow. Yeah. As far as your success in in life, that it is about um, perseverance and hard work and determination and that you keep keep on going. So when you see the failures as part of that journey rather than as um, to, to your ultimate success, rather than success as like the destination, then if you can just change your mindset and think about it as um, growth rather than, you know, failure. Yeah, absolutely, it's, it's what is in your head. Yeah, one of the how you frame it. One of the articles had a great. Um, uh, are you going to link the articles? Yeah, the I'll link notes? some of the helpful um, articles in the show notes. One of the articles had a had a um, little tidbit about um, treat failure as feedback. Yeah, and good I really point. loved that. Yes. thought is um, failure is just feedback. Yep, it's it tells you information that you need to know to improve and do something different and better next time. And that's a, a point I really think is worth stressing because we talked about failing as a learning process, but it isn't a learning process unless you do take it as feedback and you think about why that didn't work. Yeah. What can I really learn from that? Um, not just, um, Ooh, well, we'll try something different. Like yeah. you could fail many more times than you had to if you just do that shotgun approach. Oh, mm-hmm. try something different. Oh, try yeah, something different. Yeah, or just give up on whatever yeah. it is and, and it, think of yourself as just not being yeah. able to do it. Yeah, so. but I mean, not just like moving, okay, that failed, try something different, mm-hmm. but think about why it failed. What yeah. was it about that? And it may be super obvious, you know, I failed at delivering the best training program I could because I was super nervous and I you know, didn't, mm-hmm. didn't deliver it very well. Um, so you needed more practice. Mm-hmm. Maybe take yeah. a few shots before you go. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that out. That was a joke, everybody. Um, but, um, you know, and to go back to the podcast thing, why did it fail? We thought a lot about it was the channel that didn't work for the audience, so we tried a channel that seemed to work better for where we found them. And you know, before we started recording, Lynn was talking about um, the administrative services group mm-hmm. here in finance. That that was definitely we knew it was a need. Brand we, new. Yeah, establish that group. Untested. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you've had to modify it a few times because mm-hmm. the methods that you chose to organize and deliver services had some breakdowns in mm-hmm. different places. Mm-hmm. But, but it's you just keep at it. Yeah, you keep at it, and I think. Most people, if you're within UVA Finance and listening to this, you could look at it and say, gosh, I didn't even know that they had done that. Like, it just seems like it always gets done, so it looks good to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would recommend actually taking a, like, systematic approach to it. So if you go through something that didn't go quite like you um, 
expected it and you view it as a failure, really sit down yes. and ask some questions about it. Um, make notes of what could you do differently. The post-mortem. Um, <laughs> yeah, the post-mortem, yeah. Um, what can you learn from it? Do you need new skills? Do you need to change something? Um, it's also about being flexible mm-hmm. and knowing that you might need to learn something new or yep. might need to learn a new skill or might need to change some something about the way you're, that you're doing something. So I think that it's really important to um, really just kind of if, if you're going to keep trying to really focus on what it was that failed and how you can improve and make it different the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like we've had a pretty good discussion. Lynn, I'm glad that you were brave enough to come on a podcast <laughs> about failure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and that is going to be all uh, for us today on this episode of Finance Matters. You can always read more about what we're up to on the UVA Finance blog. That's at uvafinance.blogspot.com. Or if you're here on um, UVA Grounds or affiliated with us, you can jump on in there to the Jive community and get all the hairy details. If you got an idea for a podcast or you know somebody who's doing good stuff or having smart thoughts like Lynn out there (laughs) at UVA, please do let us know. You can email me or Patty or you can tweet us at UVA underscore finance. Thanks for listening in. Until next time, do good work because what you're doing matters.